The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome, everybody, to Leadership Development News. So glad you're with us. And on Leadership Development News, we focus on profiles and practices of top performers. I'm Dr. Relly Nadler. Uh, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, my esteemed co-host, is going to be here. And today we're going to get a chance to interview Kathy about her brand-new book. And, you know, between Kathy and I, we have helped thousands of executives to perform in the top 10%. We're always looking for some of the cutting-edge tactics, tools, things that you can do maybe a little bit better, maybe a little bit more, to move you into the top 10%. And that's the focus for us on Leadership Development News. And so Dr. Kathy Greenberg and I, we've been doing this now for seven years or so or more, and we have probably 250 shows, um, and you can access this on the uh, Voice America channel, but also on iTunes. We also have uh, millions of listeners in 27 countries, 126 uh, cities, and we get about as many as 95,000 downloads of some of our shows a month. And so I'm really excited today to interview Kathy. Typically, you hear Kathy and I interviewing other experts and gurus and people around neuroscience and positive psychology and leadership. But let me mention some things about uh, Kathy. She has a brand-new book that we're going to focus called Fearless Leaders, Sharpen Your Focus, How the New Science of Mindfulness Can Help You Reclaim Your Confidence. She and co-author uh, T.C. North, and it's about ready to be released uh, really in a couple weeks, and we'll have Kathy tell us all about that. So for the folks that don't know about Kathy, she's a 25-year veteran of the consulting and coaching industry. She began her career as a physical anthropologist with a degree in behavioral sciences studying monkeys and apes for over a decade, focusing on the evolution of the brain and behavior. Kathy has been instrumental in developing human performance and organizational change methodologies for global Fortune 500 companies uh, with consulting groups like the Computer Science Corporation and Accenture. She was also the co-founder of the Accenture Institute for Strategic Change, where she completed one of the most comprehensive research projects to date on leaders of the future with luminaries in the leadership industry including Marshall Goldsmith, Noel Tishy, Warren Bennis, and the Drucker Foundation, just to name a few. Kathy has supported professional coaching, one of the fastest-growing industries that we have today, through her research, publications, and insights on emotional and social intelligence, including the science of happiness. She has over uh, 50 featured publications and countless media appearances across the industries and 
that are national and global like NBC, CBS, PBS, CNN, Fox, BBC. And so today she's going to join us to talk about her book, uh, Fearless Leaders. And so, Kathy, welcome. Thank you, Relly. I am so happy to be here today to talk about our new book, Fearless Leaders, Sharpen Your Focus, by myself and T.C. North. And we are so excited to share some of the secrets of being fearless and how it complements the world of, as you and I both know, emotional and social intelligence and the positive psychology field. Um, But before we get into the book, I would love to make sure that all of our listeners know who my dear friend and co-host, who I adore, has been over the last you know, what, seven years, eight years, I've lost track. I keep forgetting that means it's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you lose track of time, I think that's a good thing. Um, so before we get started, I just want to make sure that everybody knows who Relly is. And as you all may know, Dr. Relly Nadler is a master-level certified executive coach. He is a psychologist and a corporate leadership, uh, well, not only a trainer, but he is a guide, a guru, and a coach Uh, for executives, and he brings his legendary expertise in emotional intelligence to all of his keynotes, consulting, coaching, and development programs. And Dr. Nadler's newest top-ranked book, Leading with Emotional Intelligence, provides hundreds of tools and strategies to develop star performers across industries and in your company and yourself. You can visit him at truenorthleadership.com for free downloads, assessments, and tools to access your best performance through emotional intelligence. And that includes his free iApp, Leadership Keys, which is also available at the iTunes Store. And for those of you who are part of Relly's fantastic network at True North Leadership, he also has an amazing number of emotional intelligence um, uh, group sessions and workshops that he does online. He's also um, a certification master for uh, MHS's uh, tool, the uh, the EQI 2.0 series. So it's such an honor not only to be your co-host, Relly, but to be interviewed by you today about our new book. Well, that's uh, thank you so much, Kathy. I mean, it's fun. We've done this numerous times where you've interviewed me and I've interviewed you, and it's always just a, a kind of a delightful conversation that I hope will be very insightful and give some uh, tips to our listeners. So thank you. Sure. A couple more things just about you, Kathy. If you know, people want some more information, uh, your website, drkathygreenberg.com. Um, you can get some more information. Kathy has a free iPhone app also called Your Happiness Now. And it's uh, all about some of the things from, you know, some of her books, what happy companies know, what happy working mothers know, and some of her best stuff there. And then Kathy and I have a shared website, Excel Institute, and it's xcelinstitute.com. So, Kathy, you know, one of the things why we like talking about uh, leadership, you know, there is what we call this brain drain that's going on where about 40% of organizations say they do not have enough new leaders, you know, ready in the wings. So that's the bench strength that we like to talk about. And one of the keys in, you know, raising people to be in the top 10% is typically this idea of emotional intelligence, social intelligence, 
um, you know, some of the hands-on skills that allow someone to move forward. When you look at how smart they are, their IQ, you look at their technical expertise, those are important. But a lot of what you're going to talk about in the fearless leaders and where we cross over with emotional intelligence and social intelligence, those are the key things that if you do a few things more, a few things better, can make the difference and have someone in the top 10%. So I wanted just to mention that, but so let's talk a little bit about uh, your book, Kathy, and I know it's, uh, you've been tirelessly and fearlessly you know, working on this. Um, so where did the idea of the fearless leaders you know, come from? And then maybe we'll talk about, I think we have you know, different definitions, but what, you know, to you, what does fearless mean? Well, those are two great, great questions, really, and I'll start off with where the concept came from. Um, you know, essentially, as you know, and, and many of our audience members know, uh, there was a series of books on the science of happiness that uh, we had done, culminating in a number one Wall Street Journal and number two New York Times bestselling book called What Happy Working Mothers Know. And that was based on a long series um, that was started by Dan Baker, Dr. Dan Baker, What Happy People Know, and then we did What Happy Companies Know. Um, we did What Happy Women Know, and then we had What Happy Working Mothers Know. And what we found across all of these books was an inspiring resilience that leaders were able to continually build upon in the face of adversity and challenges. Now, in the introduction, you talked about the many challenges that companies are facing in retaining and managing their top talent. And you and I talk every week about the importance of using emotional intelligence to inspire those star performers to get above that 85% mark and to become truly outstanding professionals. And I know Corn Ferry, uh, Gary Bernison at Corn Ferry, clearly has done his research and his company knows that only 30% of top performers are actually high potentials. And what we saw throughout our, our research on the books and what I saw throughout our researchers and mine over the years on this radio show and talking to the many authors and researchers in this industry is that being fearless comes from a capacity for dealing not only with a great inspiring aspect of your inner self as a leader and being able to take people in directions by creating if you will, a vision that's so clear they can smell the paint on the wall, but by recognizing that failure is not an endpoint. Failure is simply a result that occurs when we are not ready, prepared, or in a state of mindfulness to achieve that goal. And it gives us an insight. What do we need to be the inspiring leader, to get past that failure? And how do we gather the courage around us, within our teams, our organizations, to manage that fearless insight? And as you know, 
uh, because you and I have, have both been working with a very special group of people over the last several years. Uh, special Forces has been very, very instrumental in managing that mindset hmm. for a very long time. And our learnings from them, our learnings from sports and Olympic athletes, and from the wonderful, wonderful CEOs and inspirational young leaders in today's digital marketplace, we've come up with some concepts that are now encapsulated in this book that help us understand the science of courage and fearlessness. And Kathy, I'm, I'm so uh, intrigued to hear this, uh, you know, some of the specifics they came from, you know, and one of the things that you talk about in your book is mastering fear and increasing courage, confidence, and becoming more mindful is a lifelong journey. And for any of our folks, you know, to get those kind of tips, anybody that watched the uh, Wimbledon yesterday, Novak uh, Djokovic and Roger Federer went down to five sets, and Novak uh, won, the, won it. And basically the last set, he said in his interview, which would be great to get a copy of, you know, it's all mental. And it was all mental preparation. They're both superb athletes. And it's somehow, you know, diving deep into that well and reservoir to come up, you know, past some of the doubts and the fears to, you know, to be a winner. And that, and that was just shown yesterday. Yeah, I mean, that's a great example. And, you know, I'm very fortunate to have people in my life like you, Relly, and uh, people like Marshall Goldsmith and uh, wonderful leaders um, from around the world. Oh, it sounds like we're going to be going to a break. So I'm going to take a quick pause on that idea. Yeah, <laughs> we'll come right we'll come back. back. And I got a series of questions that will give our listeners kind of a peek into the book and what they, what they can get from the uh, Fearless Leaders book. You're listening to Leadership Development News, and we'll be right back. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better what do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately how do you delegate effectively how do you develop strong relationships across the organization emotional intelligence training coaching books and tools by dr nadler are available at his website www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066 Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. 
Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. And I'm talking with one of the uh, best top performers I know, my dear friend, Dr. Kathy Greenberg. And, Kathy, you have a, a phenomenal forward written by Dr. Uh, Marshall Goldsmith, you know, who's basically one of the top uh, thinkers, management thinkers in, in the world today. And he uh, says how you and him have had a relationship for over 20 years, and I'm sure you've helped him uh, you know, some of the books that you have together. And part of that, is, you know, he shares a little bit about your story, and then you kind of go into your story about being fearless. And so, you know, whatever you're comfortable uh, sharing, it is in the book, so, so millions are going to read it. But if you want to tell us, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, a little bit about kind of your deal with, you know, being fearless. Yeah, and I, you know, really, that's, um, that, that is such a kind introduction. Uh, you know, Marshall um, has been... Uh, an inspiration to me for many, many years. We worked together, as you know, on one of the largest leadership studies to date. And all of his recent books, uh, Mojo, What Got You Here, Won't Get You There, um, I I believe, um, uh, and and most of his presentation materials over the years, are a reflection uh, of that legendary research that we had done at the Institute for uh, Strategic Change at Accenture. And um, I, I could not think of a better person um, to write the forward. And, and he, he gets it very quickly. You know, I had um, a series of events in my life, as everyone does. You know, we're all human beings. We all have sadness. We all have bitterness. We all have sweetness. Um, we all have, as they like to say, a silver lining playbook. <laughs> and okay. I think what you learn in this book... Um, about me is that what I have learned over the years I have used to apply to myself and I wouldn't give it out to others as if you will a recipe for personal success if I hadn't had experience with it myself and uh, the four principles and I'll, I'll map these to my own experience the four principles that T.C. North and I came up with um, are as follows I call it the art of fearless leading, A-R-T-E. 
uh, it's one who acts with inspiring courage, one who reacts with resilience or responds with resilience. I like to say responds better. Uh, thinks with a higher consciousness and excels with un- unrelenting fire. And in my life, there seems to be a reoccurring theme of challenge, adversity, success, and then a period of calm, building that resilience, or you and I like to say broadening and building, like Barbara Fredrickson has taught us. And then what I've learned from you over the years that we have worked together is self-actualization, that very special quality of high-star performers, requires self-regard. And what many of us, especially women, tend to fall short on is that self-regard. That's that well-being, that caring that we do for others. Um, somehow we, we don't invest in ourselves as much as we should, as much as we invest in others. And in the story you'll read about me in the book, um, it may surprise some of you, it may not surprise others of you, but it includes the death of my parents at a very, I'll say, important time in, in my life. Um, but more importantly, they, they wanted to go on major holidays. I mean, why they have to go on Mother's Day and Father's Day, I laugh about that till this day, even though it's bittersweet, as though I'm going to forget them, so they have to pass on their birthdays and then be buried on Mother's Day and Father's Day, respectively. <laughs> you know, I laugh about it because having built the resilience around the experience now, it, it, you know, those kinds of things stay with you. And then... Um, you know, my life has been a, a bittersweet saga of great success uh, and then, you know, depths of, uh, of despair over many different issues. Sometimes it was uh, skydiving and breaking my back with special forces operators. Sometimes it's, you know, uh, putting together an award-winning book and then having uh, someone, you know, in the greater audience who decides um, that they want to take stabs at you because they can. And then there's also the unfortunate, um, bittersweet divorces and separations and, uh, you know, all kinds of things. And, and lucky for me, I have learned the art of resilience. I have learned how to respond with it. I've learned how to act with inspiring courage even when um, the challenges are difficult. And I may be delusional, <laughs> And as we like to say in emotional intelligence, I need to check on my reality once in a while. But I can't help but excel with unrelenting fire, especially when I have great partners surrounding me like you. So I hope that has some meaning. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I love that last term, excel with unrelenting fire. You know, and I have seen you, you know, numerous times when we've done presentations and things where things get stressed out. You know, you're, you're the calm of the storm, you know, the storm's around you, and you're the calm one, I know, for, for people close to you, your family. And also in the book, you know, you, it's really nice saying at, at, at those lows, you had this vision of what you needed to do for your daughter, Elizabeth. Um, you know, that kind of clarity of vision of who you need to be for the people around you. And so um, that, that is a great story, and I've seen you, you know, practice these principles over and over. Well, I'm, I'm glad I have at least one person in my life who can validate that I do some reality <laughs> check. I, I have seen it, yes, yes. Um, so tell me a little bit about uh, why today you think in the current business climate 
is being this sense of fearless so important? Well, you know, I think um, what people like you and uh, TC North and uh, many others in our industry uh, are seeing on a regular basis um, is that all leaders, whether they're business leaders, humanitarian leaders, military or athletic leaders, we can all apply uh, some new secrets and, and the science of what we're quickly calling fearless leaders because we're all seeking an edge to become truly right. as great as we can. And we all have either conscious or subconscious fears that block our success. Mm-hmm. So in the book, what we try to achieve is helping people learn to overcome and resolve their blocks to success by mastering a few techniques and tips, as you like to say, when you talk about um, leading with emotional intelligence. If you can give people some quick, as you like to say, leadership keys to, to getting to the root of the problem quickly, recognizing it, naming it, as you like to say, getting on your side and off your case, uh-huh. and then into the meat of the problem, it's very simple to take these success secrets and these principles and these tips and tools and apply them every day. And just like you build resilience, you build fearlessness. And I just want to say before we move on, I always thought, wow, you know, happiness is the end point. You know, this whole positive psychology, um, uh, optimism mindset, you know, working uh, with um, Marty Seligman's um, ideas, uh, being a part of the Resilience and Readiness Program at the Pentagon myself, and, and listening to this, I thought, this is it. You know, this is the recipe. And what I realized was, no, there's a missing link here. The missing link is when you are truly inspired and you are truly courageous with your talents and the experiences you've had, and you can fail quickly, get up, move on, mm-hmm. you can, in fact, achieve greater life satisfaction and overall positive well-being, much more so than just with the happiness and optimism alone. And that's why, you know, the story that Amy Edmondson from Harvard lent us about her experiences and her research in uh, the life of John F. Kennedy, uh, the, um, you know, the space, uh, uh, I'll just call them, you know, these many space um, uh, programs. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we have to teach people what are the challenges and what are the likely right. points of failure. And if you, if you think about what the, if we call it horribleizing, if you can horribleize what the worst case scenario is, then you can bring your talents to bear on those things by consciously solving those problems before you get there and preparing for them. You know, so... Uh... One of the things that especially uh, you and I have talked, and especially when we, we talked about focus and we interviewed Daniel Goleman, it, it, in these setbacks, and I think of the fearless leaders, it's all about your focus, and that's, you know, the subtitle of, of your book, you know, is really is that, that how do you focus on, you know, being the leader that you, that you want, you know, sharpen your focus. So it's all really about focus and attention. And so that's where I think, and going back to, uh, no, Novak uh, Djokovic, 
you know, how do you really get that focus when you really need it? How do you get up when you really need it? How do you focus on what you can do versus what didn't work? You know, I like what you just said around, you know, quick failures. Well, and you hit on something there that's, you know, obviously critical to a passion that you and I have, which is um, the science of mindfulness. Yes. Um, and that is a key portion of the science behind being fearless. Uh, and, and we'll talk more about that. Yeah. I know it's time to go to a break. So we come back. Yeah, let's start. We'll, we'll zero in on mindfulness. And then, and then I want to hear your 12 secrets that are in the book. You bet. All right. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, and we'll be right back. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better? What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com, or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. 
Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. I'm talking with my co-host for the last uh, seven years, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, and what is her next best-selling book is going to be Fearless Leaders, Sharpen Your Focus, How the New Science of Mindfulness Can Help You Reclaim Your Confidence with her co-author, T.C. North. And Kathy, before we jump into you defining kind of mindfulness, um, where can people get this book and, and, and when can they get it? That's a wonderful question. The book will be released um, by Amazon uh, very shortly. Uh, we anticipate um, sometime between uh, the last week of July and the first week of August. We are going to be doing a special release at um, uh, the Miraval Mindfulness Mastermind. This is an ebook release by Amazon. It's their white glove campaign, which they do, I guess, for 1% of their authors, which we're really proud of. And the book will be available at drkathygreenberg.com. It will be available at Amazon. It will be available um, at uh, uh, several different websites. So just um, stay okay. tuned to drkathygreenberg.com, and uh, we'll give you all the news that's fit to print on the book and how you can get a free copy on the day it's released. Oh, great, great. Well, good. So hopefully our listeners have written that down, drkathygreenberg.com. And so um, in the subtitle, it talks about mindfulness. How would you define mindfulness? And then we'll talk about some of the practices. Well, no, I, I, um, I certainly, as you know, have not uh, been the creator of anything uh, new on the science of mindfulness. Um, I, I would say that what really, what really, what TC and I have done is um, we've looked at what has been written in the research, and we have uh, synthesized a couple of things. Number one, we say that basically our lives are healthier and we can be better at living our lives with more satisfaction if we have an ongoing integration of our daily experience and we accept without judgment something that just is. Okay, so let me give you an example. Uh, How many times do you wake up in a week and you're you're feeling stiff or sore or arthritic or you feel some kind of discomfort. And I'm, I'm asking that as a general question to our audience. And I'm sure it would depend on the amount of exercise you've had, what kind of food you've had, how much sugar you've had. Uh, for some people, it's gluten. So that is called discomfort, right, just general discomfort um, or stress. How, how, how often do you just go through your day stressed or unhappy? You know, we can choose to refocus our energy based on the situation that presents itself. And if we can just be non-judgmental about the experience we're having on a daily basis and just accept it as is, day by day, week by week, and make the choices in the moment that will help us reframe the discomfort or the stress or unhappiness in the most positive light that we can, that is being mindful. The outcome is not the result of what we choose. Being mindful is the outcome that we get when we choose. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. No, I, like, I love that. Okay. Um, and the other thing that we like to say is we engage in mindfulness 
in an effort to suspend the less than positive feelings that often can overwhelm us mm-hmm. by focusing on the things that are sweet and joyful in life, even when we're in moments of, uh, of challenge and, and bittersweet. So, for example, you were talking about my daughter Elizabeth, who luckily is now um, in love and very happy and expecting her first child. But many years ago, her, the love of her life died in a, in a horrible motorcycle accident. Mm-hmm. And I had to keep her focused on the silver lining. What was the silver lining? Knowing this boy for as many years as she had, knowing that she has memories of him that will never go away. And just this July 4th, she went to the, I believe it's the 13th annual fireworks display that his family puts on every year in honor of his memory, and she still goes every year. When, when you find something that you can create happiness and joyfulness around, that mindful moment keeps you going. I love that, and, and I think this idea of mindfulness, like you said, instead of the judgment, can you just observe what you're doing? And I think that observe, observation gives pause, and it, it um, puts off our reaction, because we want to react good, bad, and that's all the judgment. And so just observing first gives yourself time to you know, be more disciplined about how, what you want to focus on. Exactly. I mean, we, we clearly believe, and I know you would agree with us, Relly, as most of our listeners would, that this innovative science of mindfulness takes takes us to a new level of potential for performance by helping us focus on being in the present. And by doing that, you're being in balance with your skills, your talents, and most importantly, your life experiences. Right. And, and most importantly, when being mindful, we are without judgment. Just like you said, you know, we're, when you're focused and your attention yeah. is sharpened, your mood is elevated and your overall life satisfaction is enhanced. Well, so it's, it's a special moment when you really get there, when, when you grasp it. Well, and also, Kathy, like we said all over and over, if, if you're just reactive, which we're saying the mindfulness can be kind of non-reactive observing, you're operating with all your IQ points. And like we say to executives, no, no one wants to hear that in a certain situation when they're reactive and they're emotional, that they're operating with less IQ points. Nobody wants to hear that. And so this mindfulness allows you to sustain, maintain, and, you know, stay and keep your critical intelligence. Emotional intelligence is being smart about your emotions, you know, and when do you feel them and, wh- and what do you do with them uh, so you can make smart decisions. Oh, absolutely. I mean, one of the, the first things we tackle in the book uh, is having the courage to fail in order to succeed. And Theodore Roosevelt said it best. It, it's hard to fail, but it's worse never to have tried to succeed. So right. we, we ask the questions, do you control your fear or does fear control you and and do you have the courage to fail in order to succeed because fearless leaders don't like to fail nobody likes to fail Uh, most of them will tell us they hate to fail but paradoxically they learn to accept failure as an inevitable part of life and it turns out that the most enlightened successful people actually view their failures as as mere setbacks Mm -hmm. and as opportunities to dissect 
and understand and learn from those experiences. So achieving success really does require some failure, and sometimes lots of it very quickly. Well, I think, and you know, it, that's the important part for you to remember in mindfulness. Absolutely. Well, I think yeah, that you, unless you risk, you're not going to get anything, and that's where the fear is. And I think one of the things you have in the book that's that's pretty fascinating is the nine faces of fear. And let me let's just highlight a couple of them. You have something in there called next sighting, what, and that's a face of fear. So maybe explain to our listeners, what, what is that? <laughs> that's a good one. And T.C. North uh, is the mind uh, behind the word next sighting. And it's, it sounds exactly like it's spelled N-E-X-T-C-I-T-I-N-G. And many of us have experienced these people. Uh, many of these people are entrepreneurs. Uh, many of these people are, are what we would call true daredevils. These are people who get past a small horizon and they go on to the next new exciting thing without necessarily completing the first thing and learning all they needed to learn from the first thing. Mm. Um, and, you know, I talked about Amy Edmondson uh, before and, and her, her work, and, and I was fortunate enough to work with Amy uh, when we did a Walmart Executive uh, Edge Experience program, their E3 program. And I have to tell you, in their Harvard Review article, uh, Harvard Business Review article, she really said it best when, when she said, we are programmed at an early age to think failure is bad. And that, that belief prevents organizations from learning from their missteps. I mean, we know in the military that they do after-action mm-hmm. We don't do that very often in the workplace, nor in our personal lives. But, but this presents a paradox. So how do organizations create an environment in which people can freely admit to failures, avoid blame, and, and react constructively to those failures, failures by, you know, by, by recognizing what's going on and not succumbing to an anything-goes mentality? And I think it's really exciting for people to learn from failure but they usually will avoid that and say, well, that didn't work, so let's go on to the next sighting thing. Mm, okay. um, so that's really where that comes from. But there's also a second part to that, and that is they try to avoid the blame game. Uh, and, and when you're avoiding the blame game, you're not, you're not thoroughly analyzing the causes of the failure. Blaming is not a good thing. Okay, we, we, we would not say that we want to create a stigma around blaming anybody for anything. But if you don't find the root cause of the issue, is it a skill? Is it time? Is it access to resources? Is it expectations? Uh, what is it that's causing the root of the problem? So when you're always in a next sighting stage, you're not really fully going to the depth of understanding you need to go to learn from that experience and build and broaden and get it right the next time. Well, I think what's so good about your book is that you have these reflective exercises uh, after each uh, key chapter just to uh, hone that. And I think that's interesting because you and I have talked about that. Part of this idea of being on automatic, we don't like to think that hard. You know, maybe I did something wrong, or maybe I'm going to get in trouble, or I'm going to get blamed. Let me just move on. So 
that's interesting around the next sighting. Right. Well, here's, here's a good way to get around um, learning from failure quickly. Number one, define what success is for you. Number two, learn to strengthen your courage based on what you believe success is. And number three, what do you want to be most proud of as a result of that success? Oh, that's great. Kind of staying with some of that sense of, of uh, being on your side, like we said, and, and acknowledging. Yeah, and naming it, you know, as you like to say. Yep. Well, so we're going to go to our last break, and then we'll come back and we'll hear some of your uh, – you have 12 fearless leaders success secrets. We'll hear a couple of those just to pique our audience's interest. And you're listening to Leadership Development News, and we'll be right back. the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better? What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com, or for distinctive learning practical solutions and proven results for your business visit Kathy Greenberg at h2cleadership.com that's h2cleadership.com you're 
listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers, and we're talking with, with one of my favorite top performers, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, and her new book is going to be out at the end of the month. You can get it on Amazon or drkathygreenberg.com. Fearless Leaders, Sharpen Your Focus, How the New Science of Mindfulness Can Help You Reclaim Your Confidence. So we're having a delightful conversation here, and one of the things that you have, Kathy, maybe we'll just highlight a few of these. You have the 12 Fearless Leaders Success Secrets kind of at the end of the book, and you actually have questions that people can uh, respond to, you know, in regards to that. And so one of them is, own it, no blaming, complaining, or excuses. And let me just, I'll say that again. Own it, no blaming, complaining, or excuses. And one of the questions you have, and people would rate it from never to always, and then you can tell us about this. Do people with whom you spend the most time take full responsibility for everything in their lives and not blame, complain, or make excuses? Never to always. So maybe say a little bit about that one. Well, you know, we have um, these wonderful success secrets that help people quickly uh, understand a small but powerful component of success. And nobody has to do all 12. You know, just doing one or two will help make you much more successful. Uh, We talked about have the courage to fail in order to succeed. That's our number one success secret. Um, Owning it, no blaming, complaining, or excuses is really recognizing that when you've made a choice to do something, it is your responsibility to own the outcome just like we were talking about the Harvard Business Review article that Amy Edmondson published on the fact that we are taught that failure is bad. And as a result, we try to cover it up because there's punishment for failure. But when you own the outcome, when you own the choice you made to even attempt the outcome, you can, in fact, relinquish responsibility by blaming, complaining, or creating excuses for those choices. And, you know, we have wonderful examples of leaders throughout the book, people like Carl Mecklenburg and Jeremy Bloom, who have had relationships with T.C. North for uh, several years. And there are other people who are wonderful humanitarians, like Rebecca Lalasali um, and um, Lameka Bowie, and, and, and people who are very well-known um, for creating passion in communities that have changed the world in the face of liberation, uh, civil liberties, the treatment of women. If people didn't own these ideas and didn't deal with, unfortunately, the shame, the, the humiliation, uh, the challenges that go along with owning some of these humanitarian efforts. I mean, you think about what some of these women have endured. Uh, You think about Nelson Mandela, okay, a great humanitarian, what they endure to change something. 
once they own it, if you start blaming, complaining, or making excuses, what you are trying to do can never be achieved. Mm. So it's very important that you recognize the small components of a larger choice. Mm -hmm. And when you own it, make sure before you choose it that you truly own it. I had a big problem with this myself when I was skydiving um, several years ago. Uh, I had wonderful jump masters, some of whom were special forces operators, and I chose to do a series of halo jumps. Halo stands for high altitude, low opening. So you jump high and you open low. Well, I'm not going to go into the story. It's in the book. But the bottom line was I wasn't altitude inoculated on one particular afternoon, and it was about 49 degrees when I jumped, way up above uh, 12,000 feet. Didn't need oxygen, but it was still very, you know, very high. And when I was supposed to open at about 4,000 feet, it was 110 degrees uh, on May 22nd in the middle of the desert in Tucson, Arizona. And that heat hit me, and I went unconscious under canopy. And luckily for me, I had a Cypress, which is automatic opening um, uh, provided for you know people who are skydiving on a regular basis. And the Cypress opened my chute when it should and saved my life. And I, you know, there there are many times after I landed with a crushed <laughs> coccyx in in four pieces and a fractured L1 and L5 vertebrae, where I could have blamed. Everybody. I could have blamed the person that packed my chute. I could have blamed the fact uh, that uh, the the um, the heat and, and the temperatures uh, were at fault. I could have given a million reasons and and blamed everybody around me for that failure. Uh, and I did for about the first hour. I was on the ground and couldn't feel anything from noise down. And then I realized, no, Kathy, you made the choice to do this. And you need to own it. And at that very moment, I realized what I needed to do, and I did, and I learned from it. Um, I had a couple of jumps after that, which went fairly well, and I said, that's it, I'm, I'm done. I've got over 50 jumps, and wow. I'm good to go. So you have to really think sometimes about what yeah. you're trying to achieve. Well, I think that's a you know, remarkable story. And, <clears throat> and <clears throat> one of the things I want to highlight, because you have these success secrets, one was zero in on is, be a master of your mind control, which you just uh, explained. And let me just highlight the others, and then we'll zero in on that, because I think we may have just time for one more. Sure. But, you know, for our readers, uh, some of the, I'll just read some of these success secrets. Have the courage to fail. We talked about get comfortable being uncomfortable. Show up ready. Think with mindfulness. Create mindful moments. Um, climb the consciousness mountain. Passion is the fuel of greatness. And the impossible is possible. Each one of these, you d- there are some tips, and you can rate yourself on that. And so let's highlight one that I think what your example of, of the jump just exa- was a good example. Be a master of mind control. And like one of the examples that you give, during your greatest challenges, under the highest stress, your thoughts and your emotions help you be your best. Would you say never or, you know, one through five almost always? So your example highlights that. And then, so what are some of the key, you know, key tips, you know, when someone is so emotional, how do you, how do you stay present like that and, and have control of your mind? Well, as you know, 
from years of experience. It's mental rehearsal. Yeah. We all need to practice, and mental rehearsals are the best way to be a master of mind control. Um, you know, it's a simple, very simple set reset thought process, and um, when we rehearse and we do it repetitively, uh, like they said, you know, in um, I think the case of of, of great. Entertainers, great thinkers. I mean, the Beatles, right? Ten thousand hours. Right. Uh, you have to practice. Uh, rehearsal is the best way to practice. And I think one of the things that I know you talk about in the book, and this is why the mindfulness is so important. Just being able to go to your deep breathing, which you can do in seconds, we do all the time, but more volitionally, kind of allow you to kind of get your senses, especially when you're in that kind of panic moment, probably like you were. Oh, absolutely. And um, <laughs> yeah, there's nothing that wakes you up. <laughs> uh, more quickly than being 100 feet off the ground yes. and, and seeing it come at you very quickly. But, you know, I, I just want to say that we all need to also value critical review, which is one of our success secrets in the book. And we know that um, value and critical reviews means hearing the, the feedback. And you know from my experience with you over the years, there was a time in my life when I said, hey, I'm an adult, you know, I'm not interested in your feedback. And I had to learn to get over that because yeah. if you think you've achieved greatness in life by doing what right. you've been doing, you're kidding yourself. If you don't constantly take feedback, yes. you're never going to grow. Well, thank you, Kathy. This, is, this has been very inspirational, and I hope that our listeners you know, go out and get your book, Fearless Leaders, your website, www.drkathygreenberg.com. And uh, thank you, Kathy, so much for all the tips. It's always a, it's always a pleasure. Well, thank you. I just you. want to leave the audience with one special thought. And the success secret, the impossible is possible. You know, that comes from Audrey Hepburn, who said just the word impossible means I'm possible. Oh, beautiful. Thanks, Relly. It's a pleasure. I hope everybody enjoyed this segment, and I, I hope everybody will be reading Fearless Leader Sharpen Your Focus very soon. I'm, I'm sure they will, and, and, I, and all of us uh, have really enjoyed your insights. This has been Leadership Development News signing off. Make sure you tune in uh, to tune up your performance again next week. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.